Welcome to Raising Consciousness with me, Lou Burrows, where raising human consciousness happens. On this show, I'm joined by guests to cover a range of topics and have conversations that will raise human consciousness for current and future generations. Now, let's dive into today's show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Raising Consciousness with me, your host, Lou Burrows. And today on the show, we are joined by Max Hindle, who is a hypnotherapist and author. Um, and I've collaborated with Max once before on the podcast that I used to record with um, actually Leroy, who was the episode before this episode. So definitely go and check that out. I'll link that down below. Um, so yeah, it's kind of funny how these things work, but, um, so I remember that episode, it, it, it definitely stands out to me. So I'd also link that down below, but Max, thank you so much for joining me here on Raising Consciousness. How are you? Like what's new, my friend? It's been a little while. It has been a while. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm always happy to chat and, and do these podcasts. I love them. I love podcasts. Honestly, one of my favorite things is being on a podcast. I love just chatting, chatting to people. Yeah. But what's new? I mean... I'm here in Mexico. Um, I've started a new business. I'm just happy, man. That's it. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's it. I'm doing what I can to make my, make my dreams come true and making sure that every day I wake up happy. And that's sure, That's for sure. One of the things that I do every day. Amazing. So before we get into the content for today, um, yeah, it has been a little while. So, um, obviously since then, as you just mentioned, you've moved to Mexico, like what inspired that move? Well, ironically, just before this, I was actually on a call with a friend mm. and he's thinking of going out to Australia. Oh, sorry, he is going out to Australia. And I said to him, when I came to Mexico, I originally came for one month. Like the intention was one month, no more. Mm. That was really it. And that one month turned into, well, however long it's been, eight months now. And it's, it's going to be wow. a total of 10 months. But then I'm leaving, but then I'm coming back again in January. So mm. for me, it was that that thing of like well what's the worst case scenario i can always go back home i can always go back to where i was i can always go back to what i was doing and mm. i've heard people talk about this on podcasts before like well you can always just go back to where you were so i thought mm. well what's what am i actually losing out on and i had a, mm. a conversation with a friend here and she was saying to me let's say let's say you you were in mexico and one of your family members was in hospital you wouldn't worry about how much it cost you would go into debt to get yourself home to make sure you could see them and she was saying, why don't we have that much energy towards living our dream life? Like we, we should have that energy. Like it's a must. It's not like a, yeah, I should go and travel one day or I should go and do this. I should try that. It's like, no, 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 do it. Like find a way to make it happen. And I built a business to, to make that possible for me. Amazing. That's, that's so inspiring, my friend. Um, but, um, yeah, in terms of the content today, obviously you're someone who, um, helps people to, uh, well, I believe your main focus, like your main people you help is guys, men, just like us, um, to really like build a monk mindset, I believe. So like what even if someone's on the end of like a monk mindset, like what, how would you describe that? Like what, what even is that? Yeah. Yeah. So before I sort of worked with anyone, I used to work with a lot more women, mm. but then I realized how, like how I became what I believe to be a, a real man was working on a lot of aspects and I didn't want to really work explaining all of that until I was fully there. And now I'm there in mental, physical, emotional, um, or spiritual, all those type of things. I now feel in the right place to be able to provide that value to people. And the monk like mine, so that the tagline for my new business is it's called the mind for warriors. Uh, we help men build a monk like mind and a warrior like body. 
So for myself, I'm the mind expert. I, I work with hypnosis. I work with the subconscious and I help people get to a place where they can one, overcome emotions, but also be able to figure out a way where they can begin to live on purpose. Do you know what I mean? Like my business has allowed me to live in Mexico, has allowed me to see the sun every day, has allowed me to connect with cool people, has allowed me to like do what I want to do every single day. And I'm blessed to be in that situation. Now, business itself, there's always ups and downs. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not saying it's been plain sailing and there's been months where I haven't had clients. There's been months where I'm sort of, I've, I had to sell my car to be able to afford rent and stuff like that because I didn't have any money. Um, but all of that really stems into the monk like mind. Like even mm. when I had nothing, I literally had like a, a few hundred pounds in my account. I needed to pay rent. I needed to buy food. I literally had nothing. And I was like, I've got to figure out a way around this. And I said, screw it, I'm selling my car. And that was not out of panic. It was out of, right, what can I do that isn't going to, or that one is going to sort of cut ties from the UK, but two, also something that I have to do. Like I had to have money. There was no other ways around it. I had to sell the one thing that I had. And it was scary, but I was able to get through that and be like, well, well is, is what it is. Like is what it is. Yeah. I know that I've got that mindset that I'm going to continue on and, and anything that I want to create is going to happen. And then the monk like mindset really is like setting those routines. So for example, every day I meditate just before this podcast, I was um, on a call, but before that I was on, I was doing yoga. I find ways to eat healthy, keep my body in shape, exercise every day. So the, the monk like mind really is just that of creating habits but not solely from a spiritual sense, more from like an everyday sense, if that makes sense. Like I want to bring the philosophies of discipline, of strength, of happiness into the everyday man. I love that. Do you, um, so yeah, I think there's um, an association between like monks, I guess, and like what, what kind of what we're talking about here and like more of the spiritual side. Like, is that something you also touch on and, and help people with or not really like um because it also you know some people might like shy away from that because they don't believe that you know uh they are spiritual even though we mm. all have that aspect of our life because we are all the spirit right so like it's, it's interesting but um yeah is yeah. that something that you touch upon with clients or help them to get to a place where then they're open to exploring that part of themselves so interestingly enough i would say i used to be a lot more spiritual in the sense of the, the, the concepts that I would go with, I'm still, I would still class myself a very spiritual person, I suppose, if mm. you want. I'm just not as sort of, I'm, I'm, I've got that balance of masculine and feminine energy. Do you know what I mean, the, the, the yeah, feminine yeah. of let it happen, let it go, let it be, but then the masculine of do what I need to do, be who I need to be, create the habits that I need to create. So yes, there's still aspects of that. For example, in regards to ego, like, I will use concepts when speaking to people. Nothing is good or bad. Like nothing actually is good or bad. A phone is not good or bad. A phone can be used for good and it can be used for bad. And even, even take it to an extreme. Death is actually not good or bad. Death could mm. be good in a, in a sense that it's the end of an era. It's the end of something. It's, it's the end of um, something gone on or, or someone who's done so-called bad. People would say that's a good thing that they, they departed from this earth. Whereas other people would say it's bad because they're losing it. So they're losing a person, they're losing this. So nothing itself is good or bad from that spiritual sense where we give everything meaning. And one of the concepts that I like to teach people really is about, is, is that balance really? Well, yes, yes, this situation can, can seem bad. 
what's happened could be bad. But also, could you getting this disease have created you to be able to create this charity that now helps people to prevent this disease? Mm. Like, think about, think about um, so, so, someone, some, so, something like cancer. Everyone would say cancer's bad, and I, I would, I would also kind of agree with that. I, I would, I would agree with that. But now there's people that have created these charities, and there's people that know how to solve the 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 internal problems because they once had it. So it's like, is the thing actually bad? And it's just changing a perspective on everything. Like, is, is, is hurting yourself bad? People would say yes. But if you're going to the gym, you're actively hurting your muscles, then that's good. Do you know what I mean? That there's, there's, there's no mm. real definite answer. It's just to say that everything's neutral until we put a, sort of we shine our light on it. Because what is good for you may be bad for someone else. And what is bad for you may be good for someone else. There's no real definite answer. Man, that's fascinating. There was, um, oh, what was his name? There was, um, uh, so there's a spiritual teacher. I think he's called Dr. Um, Michael Beckwith, I believe, uh, like from yes. the States. And I was taking, um, uh, so I'm like a member of a platform called Mind Valley. You might be familiar with it. And he has like a, a, a yeah. program, kind of like a course on there. Um, and I believe that he was doing a talk or something um or part of, or part of the program part of the course where it, he was kind of talking about how um well basically basically like this subject right that i think this this woman had a baby but the baby died young but it was through the the baby being born into the world that this woman was able to love again something like that right and so it, it was and so it was like this kind of really powerful message that yes the obviously the baby dying young could be seen as a bad thing but as you're saying like at the same time through that experience this this woman was able to love again you know beforehand um you know she she wasn't able to love you know lots of uh limiting beliefs etc cetera, etc cetera. but it was also like through that experience that you know what i'm saying so yeah like i find i, I find like these things uh, fascinating. And as you said, it's just that change of perspective, you know? Mm. Well, so, so that's the thing. I actually came like really, really dove into this concept in regards to dating. I was mm. dating, I was dating a girl a while ago and it went really badly and then it ended and it wasn't like it didn't end badly. It just, it just went really badly on my, my part. She didn't want to date me. And I was like, ah, oh, that sucks. So then I actually got into really understanding women, understanding dating and stuff like that. A similar thing happened and I was in a similar situation and she just didn't want to date me. And I was chatting with one of my friends and she was telling me this concept of good and bad and how it's all a perception. Like what I perceived a beautiful woman to be, the way that she explained it was, you're looking for the beautiful red cars, but you're missing the blue, beautiful blue ones. And I was like, ah, that makes sense because of how, I, how I'm seeing things right now. So the perception is, I don't see this beauty. I only see this beauty. And it's, it's wrong. It's, it's completely wrong. Like there's no, there's no one definite beauty. What someone finds attractive, for example, um, girls could find my beard attractive. There's other girls that find my beard unattractive. It's the beard, the beard itself is nothing. It's how they perceive it. And it's everything down to the perception. And again, going through all the, this, this, these date, these, uh, dating these women and having some crazy ones, some nice ones, some like things that haven't worked out, all these things that have happened. It's actually made me realize that how I can approach these situations 
but also how I can change my approach to these situations as well, if that makes sense. Totally. Do you feel like people have a hard time understanding what we're talking about? And like, how do you, yeah, like what, what would be some words of wisdom or some like potential uh, tips, I, I guess, that you would share with people to help them to start to understand more what we are discussing? What, in regards to the everything being neutral? Yeah, you know, like if I went to, so, you know, a lot of, a lot of people that I, let's just say, grew up with, right? They have no idea why I run a business, no idea why I do podcasting. And if I talk about things that I've learned around spirit, you know, like, like uh, the sp spiritual sense or um, even like personal growth, right? Becoming a better version of themselves. Like, I think in terms of where I've previously like grown up, everyone just thinks like I'm like a positivity guy, right? Like there's so much more to like what I'm, what I, what I'm doing, you know? So when I sometimes talk and kind of share these um, subjects with people, um, they're, I guess uh, one, obviously not open to it. And so if you're not open to, to anything, then, you know, it's, it, you know, you, you're, you're just gonna not take it in. Right. Um, but I also think there's cool, like cool. a, maybe like a lack of understanding of like what we're talking about and that people do see things as good, good, good and bad. Maybe it's the ego that gets in, in the way. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to is, talk to that a bit to help no. ego. Okay. Is the okay. Yeah, so the the ego the ego is is effectively the issue, and and the, the best mm -hmm. way I can explain it is, I so I am personally anti drugs. I don't like drugs, but I like plant medicine. And um, for example, I I like mushrooms. I, I like um, psilocybin. I love the the effects it has. I, I've done ayahuasca and stuff like that. But my preference is mushrooms. And when you take mushrooms, there's just no ego. So you can see everything so much clearer. And Max, can I interrupt? The way that, so, go on. Yeah, just kind of on that, because I find this so fascinating in terms of what we're talking about. Because somebody, mm -hmm. if you said that to, let's just say, somebody walking down the street, per se, in their mind, they may see that as bad, but then they may see something that they take as good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, in terms of the conversation that we're talking about, um, I don't know, like, that, that just popped in my, into my mind. I'm sorry to interrupt, like, that just popped in my mind is like, yeah. some of this perception of, oh, mushrooms, you know, like, oh, bad. But as we kind of talk, like, there is no good, good and bad. It's a plant medicine that you, you use for the, ex you know, for, for, for the experience, yeah. et cetera. Um, to, yeah, anyway, I'm sorry, I'm just in interrupting you there. But continue. I just wanted to like throw that in there because it <laughs> illustrates the point. Yeah, but but even take it take it to this extreme, like drugs. If I wouldn't have taken so many drugs, I wouldn't be who I am today. So the drugs themselves, yeah. yes, they they did screw me up, and they without a doubt screwed me up. I got anxiety. Mm. I mean, I was in fights. I was around the wrong people. I then got anxiety and depression from all of that. So yes, it had a bad impact. But without that, I wouldn't be who I am today. So it's like the drugs mm. themselves weren't bad. The things I did, maybe they were bad things. And I've definitely done some bad things in my past, without a doubt. And I've had all my karmas paid, paid in full. But coming to, to like the mushrooms is it removes ego. And that's why I do hypnosis, because I can help you remove ego in this moment. So you can see the situation from a completely different perspective. Like imagine, imagine you're seeing your, have you ever, have you used Be Real before? I don't think I have, no. The, the the app it's like that app where it's like 
it's like a social media app. I, I don't really no, use it. No, I haven't. But no, basically, haven't. it takes a picture from, from your back camera and your front camera. Okay. Two completely okay. different perspectives. What mm. you can see, but it can also see you. So effectively, what you want to do is you want to flip your camera. Because at the moment, all you're seeing is you. You're not seeing outside of you. Or vice versa, you may only see outside of you and you're not seeing you. And the ego itself is always going to do what it can to protect you. For example, if someone starts talking about spirituality, another person mm -hmm. goes, no, don't believe it, don't believe it. It's just a protection mechanism. It's not that they're doing anything wrong. They're just saying it from a, a state of mind that they don't want to know any different. For example, even take things that have gone on in the world recently in regards to government and stuff like that. People have changed their perspective and some people just won't change their perspective because they don't want to believe what has happened was bad. They, 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 they will stay with something because it's easier to stay with what we already know. It's mm. easier. It was easier for me to stay in the UK and not, not go to a, a place where I don't speak the language. But in me coming to a place where I don't speak the language, one, I've learned Spanish. And I've realized that now I just want to date a Latina woman. That is just the type of woman that I'm more attracted to. And I would have mm. never known that until I came to, to Mexico to find that. And mm. that happened because I was willing to, willing to make the change. Now, willing to make the change isn't making the change. Willing to make the change is like, okay, let's step into it. Because you may actually be willing to do it, but actually change your mind and go, actually, no, this isn't what I want to do. I could have come back home. My perspective could have been, oh, I don't like Mexico. Because on my second day, I nearly got robbed for a bike. Like, I, like loads of stuff happened. I could have thought that. But the ego is easier to, it's easier to run away. Whereas to overcome that, it's about really sitting with it and saying, okay, well, what do I actually, like, want? What, what, is that, what is actually something that I want in life in general? Like, take my example, me coming here. I want to expand my network. I want to live in the sun. I, I, I want, like, the, the, the cons... No, sorry, the pros outweighed the cons in this situation. So I just said to myself, and that's like a mental game that anyone can do with themselves. If you feel scared of something, just write down the pros and the cons. Like, think about it. Let's say, let's say you're scared to, which I've been in the past many times, scared to ask a woman out on a date or scared to uh, connect with someone who's in business, which I've done both of these things. I sat down and I thought, what's the actual worst case scenario that can happen? And this is, this is sort of, this is where you start to play with the ego a bit. What is the worst case scenario that can happen? Oh, maybe, maybe she rejects me or they don't want to talk to me and they start laughing at me. Okay. Then what? Like what really, what's worse that can actually happen than that? Then you can play the, the, the pros and you can go, well, maybe I can date someone. Maybe I can overcome a fear. Maybe I can find a new business partner. Maybe I can find a new friend. Like there's so many pros to the cons. So then it's just the art of practicing it and becoming good at practicing it. And the only way you do that is one through repetition, but also knowledge as well. You need to get knowledge around a subject. And then that's what can really help your ego. Like I always say to people, if you want to work with me, you're just going to speed up your process. I'm going to be able to hypnotize you to, to figure out what the struggles are, what the issues are. And we're going to be able to remove those issues. But then also at the same time, you're going to be able to have things to put into place to take those next steps. But you don't need to work with me. You can go and get the information from books. You can go and do meditation but it just takes a bit of practice, like a lot more practicing because you need to actively get to that place first. Whereas with me, I've sort of got like the, the, I suppose the, the formula it sounds a bit cliche, but yeah. the, the, the step-by-step -step strategy to get you to that place, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, so in terms of the work that you do with hypnosis, um, 
like I'm curious about like that that process and how because you mentioned there like the other options or maybe uh, practices that people can do and so I'm just curious like where hypnosis kind of not fits but you know what I'm saying like if people are curious about 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 what you're kind of about what you do ultimately um like the the benefits of it like like where it fits within all of the different practices of like meditation you know like breath work which is probably more of like where 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 I uh sit and you know the practice that I I practice practice the most um most recently breath work and I've just been like but the past month's been like wow <laughs> like just like to a totally different level even just through breath work you know and so you know I have started to come across things like hypnosis right um obviously beforehand i mentioned the the mind value platform that i'm part of and they they're, they're doing some stuff with hypnosis as well and i'm like curious about it you know um and so yeah i like, would love to kind of uh talk talk to that talk talk more about what you do maybe like the process and yeah i don't know if compares is the right word but hopefully hopefully uh you you, you get the gist yeah yeah so the the thing is, uh, ironically, right now I'm actually in the process of filming a YouTube video with a guy that I know from TikTok, and I'm teaching him how to hypnotize people. So the video is basically, mm -hmm. can I teach a random person how to hypnotize anyone online? And the answer is yes. Like I've got him. So I think we're on session four, and he's already hypnotized me twice, I think. And then the goal is to get him to hypnotize other people as well. And hypnosis itself is, like I say, it's sort of like a a, a, a it's a really deep meditation effectively. And it's like, I'm putting you into meditation. So just like, mm. like anyone can learn meditation. Do you know what I mean, if, if I'm being honest, it takes, it takes just practice and doing, which for me has taken, I'd, I'd say it probably took a good three, three years to really get good at meditation, but now it's just a progressive thing. So I just say, you don't need to spend those three years to solve these problems. You actually don't, I can help you do it quicker. Like I can help you get to that point so much quicker and hypnosis itself is just a state of mind. So you go into hypnosis every single day, at least twice a day, you go into hypnosis when you go into meditation, it's just a brainwave. And my goal is to get you to that brainwave so that you're more suggestible to what we're talking about, but also so you can have what I call aha moments and an aha moment is basically, I could be explaining a story. I could be talking, we could be talking about something. And you could be going, for example, let's say you're in hypnosis, you could go, huh, why do I always stress around this person? Or why do I mm -hmm. still do this job? Or why, like, why do I do this anymore? Then straight away, you're planting seeds and you're asking yourself questions. Because hypnosis itself isn't magic, what people see online, where it's like, I earn sleep and it's like dramatic and like all of like, mm -hmm. theatrics. It can be, but real healing hypnosis it's just a matter of getting the mind to a certain place and getting the person to really change their inner beliefs. And the only way I do that is not by me telling you what beliefs hold. I don't say, and now you're confident and now you're this and now you're that. I get you to ask yourself the questions to go, huh, why, why aren't I like that? Why am I not confident right now? Huh? Maybe I need to work on this trauma. Maybe I need to work on the people I'm around. Maybe I need to read these books because that's where real change comes from, from you. And if I'm being honest, like a lot of people go, oh, it's crazy what you've done. I'm like, it's not like, I've just got a skill that allows me to open people up for them to solve their answers. Cause I don't have everyone's answers. I don't have anyone's answers. 
when we come into a session, I don't, I never plan a session. I just can't because I don't know how it's going to go. Someone could come to me and go, oh, I've got anxiety. I go, okay, perfect. Let's solve, let's solve the anxiety. But then we t it turns out it's the fact that their mother left them when they were three years old. So it's, it's nothing to do with anxiety. Yeah. It's all to do with their mother leaving them. And when they solve that itself, from there is when you can start to make those changes. And from there is when the mind can start to, just like the body can heal itself, like I've got tattoos, mm. it heals itself. The mind can do exactly the same once you've cut open the wound. Because in order for a cut, or in order for a cut to scab over, there first must be a cut. And then mm. the new skin is sort of formed over that, if that makes sense. I like the fact that you um, mentioned that hypnosis isn't necessarily, ne isn't necessarily what people see online where like instantly somebody clicks their fingers and they're in this kind of state. Because I think, well, from my perspective and I guess my um, conditioning, I guess that is what, you know, when somebody says hypnosis to me, that's what I think of, obviously being in the kind of the field of personal growth and personal development, etc. Um, I know that that isn't all that it is. So I, so I'm, I'm glad that you kind of spoke to that. And does that sometimes make it a challenge, like for you being a hypnotherapist that people have those associations? No, no, not really. Um, obviously there's the. There's the aspect of me having to explain it to people, but once I explain mm. it, they go, ah, okay. So for example, I had a, another hypno hypnotist that I know, um, he's quite a, he's quite a known person. And we were chatting and he said, you need to make your videos more dramatic. And I said, but that's not always what hypnosis is. And he's like, I know that, you know that, but the people watching it, they want to see dramatic. And I'm like the way that I do hypnosis, I've done hypnosis with people and they're like this. I've done hypnosis with people and they're like this. Eyes open the whole time. I've done hypnosis with people and they're like this. Like. There's no, for example, when people put their head down, that's just the body relaxed. Like no one's actually asleep. Mm. The body's just really relaxed. So hypnosis doesn't have to be as dramatic as it looks, but I understand why my friend said that to me because it makes the videos more entertaining. It just does. So for example, some of my YouTube videos, the one, the hypnosis videos that I do that get more views are the ones when I'm doing in-person hypnosis where I'm pulling their arm and saying the word sleep. But for me, that's not really my job. Like, that's not what I want to mm. do. That's not really, like, I don't enjoy that. Like people say, oh, do street hypnosis. I'm like, I don't, I don't really want to. I don't enjoy the desire mm. of that. Like, I, I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't sound good to me, to be honest. And someone else, it, it would sound good to, again, neither good nor bad. It just doesn't sound good to me. So I like to show that hypnosis can be done, one, online, anywhere. So People, because I, like one of my goals in the future is also to teach hypnosis. Like I've already created a hypnosis course. I'm teaching this guy and just to prove that I can teach anyone hypnosis, I'm recording the whole process. And I want to be able to prove that anyone can run a business online where you're one helping people, but two able to live a free life as well. Like I'm sure that's something that I'm figuring out a way of how I can get into it. But right now I'm not, I'm not in a rush to do any of that stuff. Do you know what I mean, it's, it's just part of part of my journey to build everything. And then when the time's right, it will come out. Yeah, totally. Um, so, I mean, I realized that we, um, we didn't really discuss how you got into this work, to be honest. So like, how, how did you come across hypnosis yourself and how did it help you? And then like, obviously it inspired you to help others. 
Yeah, of course. I was also going to say, do you want to do a, a quick, a quick bit of hypnosis after? <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Awesome. Um, so first of all, what got me into hypnosis was my background. I had, like I said, I was around a lot of drugs, violence, and all that kind of stuff. And coming away from that, I started to get anxiety and depression because I was coming off of the drugs. I, I got to the worst mm. point. I, so I've actually got a podcast as well. And we're releasing an episode where me and my business partner, we talk about our past that we both have very drug and fuel drink and fuel pasts. And there was one experience that I talk about in the podcast where we're going into how the night that I ended up watching one of my friends get anxiety because of how many drugs we took and also driving on like completely high off my head and surprised that I didn't kill anyone. Basically, I'm, I'm very lucky that n none of that happened. But when I came away from all of that, because of all those awful things that happened, I went from literally the worst point was like every day for like a month, like m minus a few days, I was on like cocaine, ecstasy, all that kind of stuff. And when I came away from that, it just ca caused me massive anxiety. My brain was just fried. Like it, it hurt. Mm -hmm. Everything just hurt. Like I couldn't understand anything. So when I started to go on my healing journey and I started to do my work, I started to get into coaching. When I got into coaching, I, I came across a mentor. A mentor basically said to me, why should I believe you? And I was like, yeah, true. Let me, let, let me, let me try and actually figure out a, a way that I can actually help people this more a, a procedure rather than just me going with books that I've read. So now I got into hypnosis and uh, sorry, I got into NLP. Then I found hypnosis through NLP. Then I so studied the foundation course. Then I studied an advanced course. Then I did you know, stage hypnosis, then a practitioner course, then an advanced course. Then I started working one-to-one -one with a hypnotherapist. And then from there, it just progressively just my, my, my interest in it just became more. And then I came across conversational hypnosis and how speaking can really put someone in a trance that still blows my mind. And I still love to do it today, but it's fascinating. I just find it fascinating that the, the biggest thing was the fascination for me. When I, when I came mm -hmm. across hypnosis, I was like, hold on a second. I can hypnotize people. Tell me that's not cool. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and from there, I just fell in love with the idea that it could work. Amazing. Awesome, man. Well, um, so do you want to do, do you want to do this? Like as we're recording the podcast or after the, after the podcast, like what, what was your idea? Let's do it in the podcast. Let's do it in the podcast. On the podcast. Like, just okay, be quick. Like, we, we won't go into anything. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We, we won't, we won't go into anything. Have you got glasses on? Yeah. Yeah. So to just do take we... your glasses off for a moment. Okay. Cool. Perfect. So we won't go into actual like a, a session or something like that, but I'm just going to do something mm -hmm. just to show how hypnosis works for people. So have you ever been mm -hmm. hypnotized before, Lou? I have not. You have? Okay, perfect. Have oh, not. you have? Have okay. not. No, haven't. So, no. so what is your perceptions on hypnosis so far? My perceptions? Um, mm -hmm. Probably like I mentioned beforehand that uh, <laughs> interesting the, the, given what we were talking about, probably more of like bad connotations, even though I know that hypnosis itself isn't bad, I guess it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So hypnosis itself, like I said, it's just a state of mind. You're mm. going to allow yourself to just completely relax. You may feel your muscles just feeling just so loose, limp and so relaxed. And all you need to do is just listen to the sound of my voice. Now mm -hmm. you've been hypnotized many times before, even if you aren't aware of it. 
because hypnosis, like I said, it's just a state of mind. When you wake up in the morning, your body is going from the delta brainwave, which is the sleep brainwave, up to beta brainwave, which is the uh, alert and awake brainwave. In between that theta and alpha, you're in a state of hypnosis, in a deep, deep, deep meditation, you're in a state of theta or alpha. So the goal is to really get yourself to that uh, brainwave. And all you have to do is one, listen to the sound of my voice and focus. And if you can listen to the sound of my voice and focus, then you can easily go into a state of hypnosis and you can allow yourself to completely relax. How does that sound? Let's do it. <laughs> Sounds good. Perfect. So I just want you to put your hand up like this. Then put them together like that. Then close your, your hands together and grasp them. And then just put your two fingers up like this, like a gun. And now what I want you to do, Luke, is I want you to, in a moment, when I say, I want you to open up your fingers and just stare at the gap and just notice what happens when the hypnosis happens. So when I uh, count to three, I want you to open it up and just focus on that gap. One, two, and three, open your fingers and just keep completely and fully focused on that gap. And what I want you to notice, Luke, is that your fingers have two of the world's strongest magnets on them now. And it's as if those magnets just want to close and touch. And I'm not sure when they're going to close and touch, Luke, but you can notice that hypnosis running through your body as you stay completely focused and begin to relax. There's no rush. As you focus on your fingers. And maybe you can feel the pulsing sensation in your hands or your fingers. And maybe they're ticking closer and closer together. Because when they eventually close, Luke, you'll notice the hypnosis running from your fingers to your hands to your elbows and just beginning to fill up your body with that state of hypnosis. Because even in my silence, Luke, you can notice how relaxed you feel. And as those fingers are stuck together, glued together, shut, Notice what happens when you try and pull them apart. It's as if they just can't be pulled apart, can they? Because they are stuck. And when you stop trying, Luke, I want you to take a deep breath in. And breathe out, close your eyes. And just let your hands fall down to your lap. There you go. There you go. Straight back to that place of complete relaxation and hypnosis. And even the outside noises, Luke, they can actually help you relax even more, can't they? 
which is a weird sensation because normally it would distract us. But as I said earlier, here there's no ego. You're in the subconscious now. So Luke, I want you to think of a time where you felt so confident, so accomplished, so proud, so happy with who you are as a person. So proud of the man that you've become. I want you to remind yourself that this is who you truly are. Because it doesn't matter what we've done in the past. Good, bad. Again, everything's neutral. But it matters how we view our past self. Can we be grateful for who we once were? For the struggles? The issues? Just like myself. As I said, I've done some very bad things in my past. But without me being that person, the old version of Max, there's no way I'd be here today putting you into this relaxing trance. And whenever you think of this memory loop, you'll notice that you instantly feel that sensation in your body, that confidence, that joy, that happiness. And Luke, when you're ready, when you know that this is programmed into you, whenever you think of this memory, Luke, when you know that that's programmed in, that as soon as you think of it, it just snaps back like a bullet from a gun to bring back these emotions of joy, happiness, and confidence. Now, when you are ready, Luke, when that is done, I want you to take as long as you need and open your eyes. There's no rush. Uh, <laughs> man, that, that was... <laughs> uh, awesome. Did you feel? Super relaxed. Relaxed? <laughs> yeah, and just like, <laughs> I don't know, just like, I feel like warmth. I don't know if you've had that before mm. when it comes to felt like, like, it's like in a warmth type of thing. It's like came over me wow. from like my core. Joyful, I guess, as well. Like, yeah. Wow. There you go. Thank you, man. And notice, when, when you focus on that warmth, notice the emotions that you feel. That, that From your mm. core, notice that warmth. Notice what it does to you. Notice how, how much of a smile it brings on your face. Notice the energy. Yeah, the smile, yeah. I, I Maybe the fortune. It, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And like I said, hypnosis really is that. It's about mm. associating certain things. So if, if I want to help someone stop smoking, as an example, I associate smoking to a bad thing, but then there's also healing work that needs to be done. Mm. Let's say someone's yeah, smoking. Okay. I had this with a client. She was smoking. And the reason she was smoking or would smoke was when her, when she was with someone and the boyfriend would leave, like, like leave the relationship. So for her, it was more of a defense mechanism. I said, that's something that needs actual healing because I can associate smoking to be a bad thing. But if you don't do the healing, you're going to find something to replace the smoking. It could be eating, it could be drinking, 
there's things that we can replace it with. So it's always about going back and going to the core root problem, solving it there, and then working forward from there. Amazing. Awesome, Max. Well, that was an experience. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I hope that um, anyone who's listening on the podcast, this is also going to go on YouTube. So um, yeah, if you want to watch the video version, then I recommend doing that. Uh, it might give a bit more context to the hypnosis uh, that I've just been through. So there we go, Max. Thank you so much. Um, where can people find you online if um, they want to learn more about what you do, reach out to you, experience that for themselves? Uh, where's the Where's the best place? Of course, of course. So if anyone just types in Max Hindle, M-A-X-H-I-N-D-L-E, you'll be able to find me anywhere. I mean, if you search me on Google, it will come up with my YouTube, my Instagram. You can search my name on all these platforms as well, and you'll find me. And then just my website, www.maxhindle.com, is where you can send me a text. We can book in a call and really get you to that place. Amazing. Awesome, Max. Well, thank you for your wisdom today um yeah and again that experience um guys i will be back next week with another episode of raising consciousness definitely go and check out max's links on instagram um i've been noticing a lot more of his content recently over on instagram and yes yeah, it's, it's amazing so um i love the energy you bring to your your videos as well man it's uh it's 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 good to watch so um so yeah keep that up and guys yeah i'll be back next week have a great week and i'll see you all soon if you got value from this episode, found it insightful or learned a thing or two, please leave a review where you can let everyone know that this show is worth checking out. I appreciate you so much. You'll be hearing from me in the next episode.